It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to a new edition of the Peach Pit. My name is Jason Longshore. I'm one of the managing editors at DirtySouthSoccer.com. Check us out on the website. Check us out on Twitter at DirtySouthSoc, And join us tonight for our weekly ATL Soccer Chat at 8 o'clock on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash DirtySouthSoccer. And you can follow me on Twitter at Longshoe. Uh, lots of stuff in the Atlanta United world to talk about tonight. Uh, we'll be talking about the Jacob Peterson signing. Not really a surprise. It had been rumored for a little bit. Makes a, a ton of sense when you get into you know the position he, he plays and the need he fills on the Atlanta United depth chart. Tons of experience. Uh, I think almost 300 games in, in MLS and he's 30 years old. Can play on either wing. Definitely a good fit for what the, the team needs to fill out the squad. And then the Atlanta United uh, first two games in MLS history were announced today. Atlanta will be hosting the New York Red Bulls first on Sunday, March 5th, and then traveling to Minnesota to play the Loons uh, the following weekend. So we'll get into all that tonight on the ATL Soccer Chat. Join us with your questions, thoughts, concerns. Uh, It's a good time to interact with other Atlanta United fans and kind of just talk about what's going on and what the latest news is. What I wanted to talk about today on the Peach Pit was the reentry draft stage two, which will take place tomorrow afternoon. It's one of the multitude of MLS drafts that go on in the offseason. One day, I hope they can consolidate these things, but it is what it is for now. Uh, the difference with tomorrow's draft from last week's reentry draft stage one is that the players who are picked tomorrow are not automatically added to a team's roster. Basically, it gives you the first right to negotiate with these players before they hit free agency. If you picked a player in stage one and there were three players picked, you either picked up their option or renewed their contract at a set raise. So you knew what you were getting into if you picked a player in stage one. Stage two, you have rights to negotiate. These players are out of contract, but you have the first chance to sign them. So there's definitely some players Atlanta United could consider if they want to take a stab at signing these guys before they hit the open market. The number one player on the list to me is Chris Clutie. Uh, Clutie spent last season with Portland. Before that, he was with Columbus and Colorado. And going further back, he started his pro career here in Atlanta with the Silverbacks and the Silverbacks Reserves. Uh, 26 years old, can play on the left or the right, uh, mostly on the left in MLS, but he's comfortable on either side. He can even pinch into the middle uh, when necessary. Uh, 82 games in the league. He's got good speed, uh, very athletic. He gets forward really well, and he's very good in attacking 1v1s, which is something Tata Martino will likely want out of his outside backs. Uh, If you can get Clutie, Ambrose, and Bloom as three of your main outside backs in a rotation, you're in pretty good shape. You have a good bit of versatility. Uh, Clutie's age is a help, too. He's only 26. 
Uh, last season, he made $92,000, and you would expect his salary would be in that ballpark moving forward. Uh, there's two other options at outside back. Uh, Chris Korb is the more experienced one, has spent his whole career with D.C. United, can play on either side, uh, the right or the left. He's spent most of his time on the right side before Sean Franklin joined the club. Then he moved over to the left. Solid defensively, and he can get forward. Um, big concern with him is he had an ACL injury at the end of 2015. Uh, you have to wonder how much that's going to hamper his his pace, which was a, a nice attribute he had. Uh, another option is Eric Gehrig, who uh, was with Chicago last year. Um, he's a, a right back. He can play also in the center. Um, Corb and Garrick are roughly the same type of salary ballpark. Uh, Corb made 117,000 last year. Garrick was on 113. Uh, both have some injury concerns. Garrick is a little bit better in the air and gives you a little more option to play in the middle, whereas Corb can play on either side in the back. So those are your more veteran options. Josh Williams is another, and he is predominantly a center back who can play outside. Uh, he's played 105 games in his MLS career. Good in the air. He's a very athletic center back, and I think that shows that's why he can play outside back and, and get by. He's 28 years old, spent last season with Toronto. He's bounced around a little bit. Uh, was before that with NYCFC and Columbus. Uh, I've always liked Williams. Um, I think his versatility is nice, and especially that center back option. Depending on what you're prioritizing, either center back or outside back, I think Williams and Cludie both stand out to me as options here. Williams would be a little more expensive, though. Last season, he made 132000 So you'd have to consider that when you start to look at salary cap ramifications of these moves and what you know these players might be looking for next season to sign with a new club. But Williams and Cludie are the two defenders who jump out to me. There's some options in midfield and moving you know, forward. And a couple of pretty good salary cap numbers. Steve Newman is the one that I think makes a ton of sense for Atlanta United. He is 25 years old, has spent his MLS career with the New England Revolution, played at Georgetown University before that. Uh, he's played most of his career as an attacking central midfielder, a playmaker. In New England, he kind of played a little bit of everything. He was the jack of all trades in the midfield, uh, got thrown out to the wing a lot, and it's not really his strong suit. He's a technical player, a passer. Um, definitely fits the bill of what Atlanta United could be looking for. He was on $63,000 last year. So he's a player that won't hurt your salary cap too much. You could possibly get him, you know, to fill a supplemental or reserve roster spot, uh, which could give you a little more flexibility with the roster. I think Newman makes a ton of sense. I've always liked Newman since uh, he came out of Georgetown and I never thought he got a fair shake at New England. He, one, he had to play behind Lee Wynn for a lot of that time. And two, I just don't think he was really what Jay Heaps was looking for. And I think he could be a very good fit here with how Tata Martino is looking at his midfielders. And he needs some extra depth in the playmaker role. So Newman would be a great opportunity, in my opinion. Another option there and a guy who can play out wide is Leo Fernandez, who spent last season with Philadelphia. He had a very good run with the Cosmos the year before in the NASL, and he's he spent some time in MLS, NASL, and USL. Pretty well-rounded player. I think he's a little bit better in the middle than he is out wide. Uh, he's only 24 years old. Um, Fernandez could be a guy to look at. He was on the same salary as Newman, that $63,000 figure. 
Uh, another option up top for depth is Devin Sandoval. Sandoval spent his MLS career with Real Salt Lake. Uh, he's played 77 games with them. He also spent time this past season with Rio OKC in the NASL. He's a big, strong target forward, uh, kind of a wrecking ball up top. He would give you a different type of target forward than Kenwin Jones and Brandon Vasquez, more of a more of a physical presence, whereas the other two, I think, are a mix of a target and a technical player. Uh, Sandoval made 68000 last year. If you're looking for more depth, and especially if you're considering sending Brandon Vasquez out on loan to play a good bit in 2017, Sandoval might be a good option as a backup. Uh, the other one is Tony Taylor, who can play out wide and also up top, depending on your setup. He's 27. Uh, he made $92,000 last year. He hasn't been in MLS very long, but he has played 104 games as a professional. He was a player who signed to Traffic Sports at a fairly young age, spent some time with the U.S. youth national teams. Uh, he bounced around in the USL and NASL in Portugal. I believe he might have spent some time in Spain as well. Uh, pretty good speed. Um the biggest concern with him out wide would be his defense. He's, he's not a strong defender. He's really more of a converted winger uh, because he's spent his earlier career as a forward, uh, but his pace gives him some options out wide. Another option for depth, um, you did just sign Jacob Peterson, so depth out wide is not critical at the moment, but you're looking at wide options at the moment with Tito Vishalba with Miguel Almiron, depending on if you're going to play him in the center or out wide, Andrew Carlton, if he's going to be with the first team next year, and now Peterson, who can play on either side. Taylor can play on either side as well. He gives you a speed option up top. He's essentially a more proven, more experienced version of O2 or Williams, who I think are more likely to go out on loan, whereas Taylor could be that guy to come off the bench and, and fill a few needs for you, depending on what you're looking to do. So eight players that I think could be under consideration tomorrow for Atlanta United in the reentry draft stage two. Uh, we'll know in the afternoon if they bite on any of these guys or if some of these players become just free agents that Atlanta United could consider. It's kind of a game of chicken at this point, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be on top of that tomorrow for you guys at Dirty South Soccer. Uh, we have the ATL Soccer chat tonight at facebook.com slash Dirty South Soccer. 8 o'clock. Join us for that. If you have any questions about the guys we talked about here, Jacob Peterson, the schedule, whatever else is on your mind, join in tonight on Facebook Live. And I'll be back on Friday morning with a live edition of the Peachtree Post with Jarrett Smith. That'll be at 10 o'clock at blogtalkradio.com slash Peachtree Post. Hope you can join it. Thanks for listening as always, and I'll see you all next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.